I'm Jordy. And I'm Juliet. And this is Diaper Baggage. A podcast that shows you how to get rid of the market. On this week's episode, we'll talk about what we've been up to on our hiatus. Plus, we delve into everything in. It's been so long. I know. Well, like two months or so? Something it has. Like that. I mean, we've gotten crazy. to see each other. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean... But we've not been recording. Yeah. So welcome to season two, everybody. Yeah, a lot's happened. It's a new decade. There's a new virus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Welcome. There's We're here. three white seven-year-old men running for president. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. So <laughs> I guess we're all caught up now. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> no, we actually got to do, um, aside from obviously celebrating the holidays, we randomly were in Mexico at the same time in it Mexico was City. so fun that that worked out. Yeah, it was great. Um, I had gone with Ross and Wilder for to Rosewood Mayacopa for a few days before, and then we ended up in Mexico City, and we overlapped for a few days, and yeah. we ended up going on a food tour with the kids, and it was really fun. We'll it post was, some pictures on our Instagram. Yeah, um, it was really cute. But it was just fun. It's been a really long time since I've been on vacation or like met up with anyone on vacation because I feel like it almost never matches yeah, I feel like up. I'm, like in college maybe. Right. Like I'm so backpacking just, through Europe. Oh, exactly. So am I. Cool. So am I. Let's meet up in Athens. Um <laughs> so yeah it was just so fun to get to meet up with you guys and spend all morning together and and watch the kids interact with each other, which was just hilarious. Well and it's also really nice you know now I sort of understand why families will go on vacation together mm-hmm. because it's different than like going on vacation with you know, your single friends or a couple that doesn't have kids or something. It was really nice to be like, okay, you know, if Wilder gets th- starts to get cranky or needs to go back for a nap, like there's just, it's easy. Like everyone understands exactly. the scenario. And I feel like I would like to travel with other, like, like you guys again, right. or other like family friends again, where you have the same sort of like goals in mind. Like, you know what? We want to do a food tour. Like we want to explore this city. But if, like, shit hits the fan with one of the kids, like, we get it. We were supposed to meet up for dinner one night, and I was like, oh, right, yeah. Wilder went down to sleep super early. He was up early, but blah, blah. It was just like, no problem. It's See totally you tomorrow. Exactly. Like, it's totally fine. And I feel like I'd like to try to do that with, like, as my, you know, as the kids get a little bit older mm-hmm. and people get a little more comfortable, like, traveling with their kids. I'd like to do that. Because I would do it. Because hands around. Yeah, I would <laughs> do it with you guys. <laughs> I w- there are like a few couples who love food and nice hotels the way that I do and and probably would also let me be really anal about planning mm-hmm. and like that's fine with me. But I'm not one of these people who is like, well, let's just like plan a trip and we'll go in two weeks and we'll just see what we want to yeah, do. No, like, no, fuck either. that. <laughs> like, I made my Pujol reservation and my Contramar reservation in Mexico City like three months before we yeah. left. Yeah. I want to do all the research and read all of the guidebooks. And and it was great. You were like yeah. a little tour guide for part exactly. of it, too. It was <laughs> exactly wonderful. Right. Um, but yeah, so people that would be willing to um, let me take the reins in terms of that sort of thing, yeah, I'd be totally down. I feel like Ross and Mike have totally gotten used to that, of yeah. being like, no, I'm just going to plan right. this trip. Or like you're a big planner, too, yes. and I trust your opinion. So like <laughs> that would also work. But I just put like all the food in your, I would just give you any right. food, anything food or like I could, could have, I could never have gone to Mexico City with somebody that was vegan, for example. Yeah. You know, like there's, although we had a really good vegan taco, but that was just one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I had actually um, a really what well, was vegetarian, I guess, but I ended up getting another um, wheat lacoche, the corn fungus. Mm, I love that fried quesadilla. Ooh, it was really good. Yeah, that, I like that. It was like very earthy. Mm-hmm. It looked like rotten teeth if no one's ever seen it before. Yeah, so like. And looking on it, looking it's at not it, it's not very like, pretty. It's not very pretty, but it was. I liked it. 
Yeah, I we've never tried a lot of stuff, and I, and the kids were getting to try a bunch of different things too. Yeah. All the different fruits and juices, and Avi really liked tamale. Actually, after we got back from Mexico City, we were at the grocery store, and she saw tamales and made me buy some for her because oh, she liked them so much on the food tour. So. Wilder tried a grasshopper or a cricket, a cricket. Oh, so did Avi. Uh, he didn't like it though. She ate like four, and then she was done. But uh, I was like, well, oh, that's better than nothing. Half of one, and then it was like. <laughs> she she made us order them when we were we went to go see a different market uh, like a gotcha. couple of days after that, and she really she wanted tarantulas, and I was like, I'm not ordering you tarantulas. One of the markets in the city is known for having all the like the bugs, the bugs, <laughs> I guess. Um, Double bugs. Yeah. yeah no, so, thank you. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, so that was fun. We definitely should post some pictures. Um, I'm writing a couple stories about it, uh, about the trip for departures. I actually just wrote a story for departures that's up now about, um, how Rosewood, Mayakoba converted me to a beach resort lover, Ooh. uh, because I was never really, I don't think you are either like a big beach resort kind of person. Like the thought of laying on the beach for hours kind of stresses me out. Like I like to go, I like to be in cities. I like to do stuff. I I just don't do well with sitting around. I don't think Ross does either. Um, but we'd heard so many great things about Rosewood Mayacoba, and it was an easy trip to, to tack on to the trip to Mexico City. And I was, like, totally blown away. It felt like it was just there was there were enough things to do, enough time to relax. It didn't feel too crowded. It didn't feel in your face. So, like, I'm converted. I'm, I'm, temp- I'm like good to know. on the hunt to find some other beach resorts that will, well, you know, hit that level. So we'll see. You should, I should show you this post I put in one of these family who travel Facebook groups mm-hmm. because I said, all right, I need a nice resort because I'm a hotel snob. It has to have good food. Yeah. And that was the other thing. I had good food. It, yeah. Or if it doesn't, if it isn't so great on the food, it needs to be located on an, so I was asking for Caribbean properties in particular. Gotcha. Um, it needs to be located on an island that has good food and there needs to be activities other than just lying on the beach because when I went to the Bahamas and when I went to Turks and Caicos, I was so bored. There's nothing to do. St. Lucia, on the other hand, or Bermuda, for example, well, Bermuda's not technically Caribbean, but um, there's a lot to do, so it's really fun. So So what was the answer? So there's a bunch of them that were listed. Um, I think the front runner for me right now is Round Hill in Jamaica. Oh, that's supposed to be really Apparently they have an amazing kids club. Yes. Oh, and the other thing was that it had to be kid-friendly, right? Um, and there's great food in Jamaica and there's stuff to do. Um, there's another one in Mexico called, I don't know how you pronounce it, Excoret. Oh yeah. I just got an email about that today, Um, actually. which apparently is supposed to be really great for families because there's, sounds like there's sort of amusement parks on property. It's like an all-inclusive type thing, so I'm not sure if that would really be up my alley. But a few people mentioned Rosewood Mayacoba, which after you went, I now really want to go. And um, we stood at our first Rosewood when we were in San Miguel de Allende, which is where we went after Mexico City. And it was really nice. Yeah. And they actually, it was low season for them, so the kids club wasn't open every day, but they're like, well, we'll open it for you whenever you want it. That's nice. And so then it was basically free babysitting because Avi was the only kid there. So, like, just let us know when you want her to go. So it was great. So we just dropped her off for a couple hours, and they they played with her. And I was like, oh, this is great. She came back with a doll that she'd made from scratch. (laughs) Mike, like, went to the gym and took a nap, and I went to the spa. It was great. I can't wait until Wilder's old enough that I can leave him at kids' clubs. It's really a game changer. Yeah, it's It's going to be a really (laughs) big game changer. I'm hoping that happens in the next, like, year or so. Because that, I think, makes beach vacations more interesting for everybody, right? Like, when she was 18 months or two, that's not a very restful 
situation to be in. No. Because you're <laughs> you're chasing around a toddler the entire time. There's no time to just sit by the pool and read. But when they're four, when they're five, they really like going to kids' club because yeah. it's fun for them. There's activities, there's snacks, there's whatever. And then you and your husband or your partner get to hang out, yeah. go to spot, nap, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah. I think I played like an hour and a half on a quote-unquote bocce ball with Wilder at the beach because he just wanted to keep throwing the balls down. Yeah. I'm just like... And while, while I, like, let Ross rest because I had just gone to this spa, but it was like, you're just, you're not spending time together as a couple as yeah. much because, like, if one person is going to do something relaxing, like, the other person's going to be on baby duty. Yeah. So I am looking forward to the day where, or, like, leave him with a babysitter besides after he goes to sleep. Yeah. Because we'll try to do that on vacation where we go out to dinner, but it's after he's asleep and there's a babysitter, just, like, if everything goes wrong. Yeah. But I, it would be nice to be, like, cool, we can go. You can, do, you can start doing that now. He freaks out. But I, like, tried the yeah. Equinox gym to leave mm. him, and he doesn't. Well, when was the last time you tried, though? The other day. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Like, two weeks ago. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, now, he'll get there. He'll get there. going with him to see to, like, warm him up, but I don't th- – I think oh, it's just going to take some – I think maybe once he starts, like, school or something in the fall yeah. and starts to get used to the separation, hopefully. I think, yeah, that's a good point. Hopefully that'll be a good time. I mean, he's only 21 months, so, exactly. like, no, he's little. can't be like, go off, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> go be independent. Yeah. But still come home and cuddle me. Yeah, I know, forever. Um, um, well, I'm glad we got our traveling in when we yes, did, just yeah. in case we can't, can't do tra- it I know. Ever I know. again. I know. Well, we've the two of us have been talking about coronavirus and all the various hypotheticals. and It makes my head spin. Well, I think more than anything... What is most pertinent to this podcast is like, what the fuck are you supposed to do if you're trapped in your apartment with no childcare and your kid can't go to any classes or school and you and your husband are both working from home? I know. I don't, I don't have the And answer. you can't go outside? I, I, <laughs> our solution is to go to our, my in-law's house in the central Pennsylvania and just like hope that they come and help watch the kid. Yeah, I think that's the best answer. Kid, I mean, I think we... Kid, wilder. That thing. <laughs> That boy. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what we're thinking, too, is that we would just go upstate. And Mike's little sister has a car, so we will trade house for car. The scenario is not fun. No, it's not. But at least that way, you you have a little bit more space and, yeah. and potentially more people to yeah. child and care. And hopefully, I mean, we've been taking Wilder to the playground anyway, even though it's, like, freezing. We just yeah. can't last as long outside. But hopefully as the weather gets warmer, like, outside activities will just be more of an option. Yeah, I mean, I just, like, I, I just really wish I knew when this was all going to blow over. I know. Well, we have trips planned already. I have right. something planned at the end of April. You have a trip planned in, um, well, you have a, a trip yeah. planned in Mexico, but also to Italy. And um, I know in I've got summer. a couple of domestics in the next few weeks too, which, like, as of right now, are still on. Yeah. So hopefully, I know it's. Um, I can't make any calls yet on on the trips. No. So it's just going to kind of be a wait and see. But the silver lining is it doesn't seem to be affecting children. Yeah. Which is the one less thing. I, yeah, it's I'm one less thing to worry about. No, one it's less true. thing to worry about. It's like okay, I, if like I, I'm worried enough about my parents. You yeah, know? I'm worried about yeah enough about my parents, and I'm worried enough about Wilder getting sick as it is in right. general. Like I don't need to worry about also him, you know, getting coronavirus. Well, <laughs> and hopefully, as I was telling you earlier, they think maybe one of the reasons why the kids aren't getting it is because many common sort of playground colds are also coronaviruses, just not the coronavirus, and so that they might have just developed 
uh, a very robust immunity to this particular strain because they're getting these colds all the time. But I'm like, well, I'm getting, I'm getting this cold all the time. I'm getting those colds so maybe all the time. that also provides some immunity for us too. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see. God, Willie. All right. <sighs> well, that's a quick catch up, and um, we'll get into hashtag not an ad. All right. So my product for this week is something that I was actually gifted to me, but I kind of asked for it. So um, <laughs> in a way, I it's still hashtag not mad because someone paid for it. But Ross got and it and they're for not me. paying us to talk about it. They're not paying us to tell us about it to tell you about it. So I, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, you probably know that Wilder is a very early riser, um, you know, 5.30 a lot of times, sometimes 5.15, and I'm trying everything to, to, to work on fixing that. But in the meantime, I was like, it is, in, especially in the wintertime, it is so dark that early in the morning that it's really, really jarring to try to wake up. And so I... I remembered that my dad used to have this clock that would like slowly simulate a sunrise because he would have to be, he would work 12 hour shifts in, mm-hmm. in the emergency room and would have to be at work by 7am a lot of the day, uh, most days. So he had this clock that would like simulate a sunrise. So I asked Ross to get me one and he did and it's great and I love it. It's the, it was off of Amazon. So it's just called like L Bell Sunrise Simulation Alexa, Google, whatever. It has all of it in it. Um, it's basically an alarm clock that also simulates the sunrise and I guess also simulates the sunset if you need it to, which I don't need it to. But basically you just go in, you set what time you want to wake up and how long you want the sunrise to be simulated for. So it starts on like a low light and it gets brighter and brighter and brighter and is at its full brightness by the time that you want to wake up. And then it has an, an alarm sound as well, which I chose wind chime. So it could be that much more oh, peaceful nice. to wake yeah. up. And I'm telling you, it works. It makes really? waking up so much easier. It feels so much more natural to get up at that hour than if I didn't have it. When I was waking up at, when it was pitch blackout, I would be like, what time is it? Is it 2 o'clock in the morning? What's going on sort of thing? And now with the alarm clock, it So it what feels- time do you have it set for? So I <laughs> I still have wishful thinking. So <laughs> there was a period of time while I was waking up at like 6.30, which is fine. So I would set the clock for 6 a.m., rise starting the simulation at 5 30 so that's what i have it on now so like it would slowly start being bright you know between 5 30 and 6 o'clock and i would wake up 99 percent of the time before the alarm would go off oh which is the best right when you can actually wake up on your own yeah feeling rest well feeling as rested as you can with a small child but right exactly not being woken up to like a crying baby and you know in the dark I like that. Like, I sleep with an eye mask though, so I don't think it would work for me. But I really <laughs> like oh, you the sleep with an eye mask. That's uh-huh. so cute. Every night. Wow. Yeah. I never knew someone that actually slept with an uh-huh. eye mask. Mike does too now. Wow. So a lot Why? of my friends in college were big evangelists of eye masks, and uh, at some point I tried it when I was sleeping at one of their houses. I guess where they, maybe they didn't have shades or something, so the light was really bright in the morning, and. Honestly, it has revolutionized my sleeping. Wow. Because I think a lot of times we don't realize how sensitive we are to light stimulation, even when your eyes are closed. Yeah. But I think also when the mask is on, even if you're having some trouble falling asleep, you can't, even if you open your eyes, you still can't see anything. So it just takes away that extra stimulus. Huh. 
Um, I have one in my drawer. You should 100%. Okay, but I will say I recommend the kind that have sort of like pockets or so for your eye. So it's not resting directly on your eyeball. Um, It just means that your eyes can kind of move around and I find it to be more More comfortable. comfortable. But I sleep with one every night now. Wow. Yeah. Well, what brand is it? We're doing hashtag not now. Um, I have one. My new one that I just got that wow. I really like is from Sound Oasis. Okay. Uh, and it, I haven't used it, but it has blue or red pulsing lights on the inside, if you want, which apparently if you just stare at them for a while is supposed to lull you more into a state of sleepiness. Wow. But I just really like it because this one's super, super thick, that mask. Um, so there's a hundred percent light blockage and it's, Whoa. it's like foam. It's very comfortable. Wow. Yeah. All right. Maybe you, you just sold me on being an eye. You master. have to try it and then you can report back. All right. I will. Next episode. But you had a different hashtag. I do. I, okay, I'll do too, I guess. <laughs> um, so I love sausage. <laughs> okay, Julian, this yeah. is not this kind of podcast. <laughs> it's a different podcast. Um, I do. I just love all ground meats. I love meatballs. I love hamburger. I love hamburger helper. Um, and I really like sausage, I think, because it's so much more flavorful than Very eating flavorful. like a steak. Anyway, so uh, there is a new brand of sausage called Seymour, S-E-E-M-O-R-E. It's made by a fourth generation butcher. Mm. And their whole shtick is that it's meat and veggies. So right now they have um, four different varieties. I've tried three out of four. Um, and they have really cute names like La Dolce Bita is a beet sausage. Um and then one that's a broccoli melt. So what's cool about them is that they're, you know, all very high quality meats and things. But there's also a ton of veggies in them. Hmm. So it's great for kids, too, in that sense, if you're just trying to sneak a little bit more veggies. But in addition to the fact that it's, like, really high quality and I like that there's more veggies in them, they're just delicious. Okay. They're, they're honestly, I think, the best make-at-home sausages I've tried. Wow. Where, how did you find them? Um, you can get them online. Um, Gold Belly will deliver them to you. And I believe Murray's Cheese here in the city has them hmm. as well. But where? how did you hear about them in the first place? Um, my friend Alana told me about them. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So you've got an alarm clock, a sleep mask, and some sausage. You can do them all at the same time if you want. It's a little kinky. <laughs> I don't even know what that would mean. <laughs> But sure, go ahead. Whatever floats your boat. No judgment here. This is a no judgment zone. No, no feeling guilty. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so for our main segment today, we wanted to delve in to the topic of nannies and, and hired help, I guess, yes. for childcare. And we've done an episode where we talked about our baby nurses and how integral they were to our sanity. In those um, first few months, Yeah, yes. but I think... It's, it's starting to change, but I feel for the most part, if you look on social media or you look at celebrities being interviewed about how they managed to get everything done in a day, a lot of people still don't mention the nannies, help. Yeah. the help. And I think especially in, in the case of a, an actress talking about it, mm-hmm. where you know that she can obviously afford it, and most likely she has one, if not multiple yes. nannies, it kind of does a disservice, I think, to the the quote-unquote normal person that's reading that and being like, well, how does Beyonce, How can Beyonce possibly do all she does? And I feel so unworthy. But it's like, well, yeah, but think about... I mean, she has help on every conceivable level, right? right? right. Housekeeper and an assistant. And, 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 yeah, and everything. But, I mean, a nanny is a, is a huge part of that when you have children. And I think, um, you know, whether it's some stigma about how moms have to do it all yeah. or whether... 
I don't know, people just don't want to admit it because they think it makes them seem too fancy or something. Who knows? I don't know. But for the most part, let's, you know, whether it's daycare or whether it's having your mom come or whether it's a, a nanny, I mean, I think a lot of people, if not the majority, have some sort of child care. Yeah. And I think for the two of us, it's a nanny. Mm-hmm. And um, we both have someone that works part-time. Um, but I could not do what I do without her. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and, and, and not just from a work perspective, obviously that's, I mean, I couldn't get anything done no, if no. I didn't have help, <laughs> yeah. especially now that Avi's four. Um, but for my own sanity, I, I couldn't survive without having some time to be able to take for myself. And whether that's just going grocery shopping or whether that's, you know, on like a rare day going to the spa or something, yeah. like I think it's so important to talk about the fact that you need some time off. Yeah, you need and a break. It, yeah, you need a break. And you, I mean, obviously you need a break to work too, but I think, you know, I, I don't want there There's to no be... There's like no badge of honor for being like miserable and tired and like to be the best mom or best parent you can be, you've got to take care of yourself. And I, I have a nanny for 25 to 30 hours a week, depending on the week. And I mean, I use every single minute of that time. 90% of it is, is, is working. Um, but even just being able to like, if I have some, you know, a few extra minutes and I'm in my room by myself Mm -hmm. and and it's like, and she's in the other room with Wilder, like having that capability, that ability to like, just disconnect for a little bit is really important. I think that makes me a better, more relaxed mom. So when she leaves and I go and take on over mom duty, like I'm in a much better headspace than I would have been. Right. You're not scattered. No, I don't think I, and everyone's different. I don't think I'm suited to be a full-time stay at home mom. No, me either. I don't think I would be the best, best version of myself. I know other women who do it and are incredible at it um, and love and love it. And not to say that they're not stressed out, but they can handle it way better than I could. (laughs) I'm right Um, there with you. (laughs) But it is interesting to see why people don't have more of an honest conversation about having nannies. Even, and these aren't people that we know, but when we were in Mexico at the resort, we had this um, communal dinner one night and there was a couple there talking about like how they were up drinking or they were drinking in the pool all day. And then, you know, the husband went fishing in the morning and all this stuff and they have a 10 month old. I'm like, holy crap, like how are they doing all, like, how are they (laughs) keeping it together? And the next day I saw that they had uh, a nanny with them the whole time. So the nanny brought the kid to breakfast. The parents weren't there. And no judgment. I'm just saying, like, the, the, the nanny had taken the kid to breakfast, so the parents were sleeping in at the pool. The parents were just lounging there while the nanny was taking care of the baby. It's like it's a very different experience to, and meanwhile, I'm there being like, oh, my God, Wilder woke up, you know, at 5 a.m. And here I am complaining. And these people are, like, yeah. able to, like, do tequila shots and go fishing and go to the <laughs> beach. And I, like, can barely hold it together because I got, you know, seven hours of sleep instead of eight hours of sleep kind of thing. Right. So when we saw the nanny, I was like, oh. Right. Now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. Like, of course it's a lot easier for you to do that because you can, you can do tequila shots and sleep in if yeah. you want. So... That's obviously a rare example, but just one that I noticed recently. But I think, yeah, exactly. It Only recently are there people like Chrissy Teigen or some of these other more frank moms out there. They're like, oh, my God, I have help and a half. Like, otherwise, I wouldn't be able right. to do this. And it's odd because they 
get judgment too because of that. It's right, like but if it's, I have the means to be able to absolutely. like have someone cook for me, take care of my kids, like you know, make my meals. Of course, I would of course do it. It. <laughs> it would make me a happy person. I actually I talked about this with my mom when we were in the Philippines uh, a little over a year ago because um, household help there is much cheaper than it is here. It's a very different style of economy, and it, it definitely has its pluses and minuses. But at my cousin's wedding. Everybody that was there with children had their nanny with them. Mm. And that's just how it works there. If, yeah. if you are of a certain social class, your driver comes with you and your nanny comes with you. And sometimes you have a nanny for each kid. And so out sort of in the lobby area, there were probably like six or seven kids all with their... In the Philippines, they refer to them as their yayas. And like keeping them entertained or whatever while everybody else was eating dinner. And... My mom and I were kind of coming at it from very different places because she was like, oh, like, I never would have done that. And I was like, if I lived in the Philippines <laughs> and I could have a, a daily, like you were saying, a daily housekeeper and a full-time nanny and a driver and a personal assistant, like, you better believe I would. It would just, it would just take so much weight off your shoulders, like yeah. that emotional load and everything. But yeah. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that. Like, no, that's the, it's really nice to have help. Yeah. It's really nice not to be the primary caregiver 24 seven and be able to outsource some of these things. And like, of course we are very lucky that we are able to afford childcare. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that like everybody should do this. It's yeah, so easy. It's good not. Nanny. Yeah. But, um, I, I'm really grateful that I found someone, her name is Chandra, um, who is so great with Avi and has taught me so much yeah. um, and allowed me to really pursue my career or, or just, you know, work on my emotional development or whatever. Like, give me those hours that I don't have to be 100% in the headspace of being a parent yes. and I'm able to pursue any number of interests while she's there. And I think that's a great gift. And, like, I, I wouldn't be nearly as fulfilled or happy or stress-free. Not that I'm stress-free. I'd be more stressed if she weren't around. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree. Jojo is our nanny. And um, on the days that I'm just with Wilder alone, I really think like, what would Jojo do today? Because <laughs> like she has it down pat and like she's so great at it and she loves Wilder. And, you know, he's being surrounded by love and attention, and I think it's an also important that he knows that he can get that from other places besides 100%. me and Ross. And whether you have a child in in daycare and they're getting that there, just the fact of them knowing, like, hey, I can be in the situation away from mom and dad and know that I'm still loved and cared for. Absolutely. Um, Kate Middleton just talked about that on the podcast. Oh, really? She was on. I don't know if you've listened Kate to Kate Middleton it yet. was on a podcast. Kate Middleton was on a podcast. Wow. Yeah, it's like the most popular mom podcast in the UK apparently. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Wow. She's taking like a Meghan Markle move. I know. Right? What did she say? Well, she was talking about how similar that she felt sort of guilty for having childcare and somebody told her, you know, it's, it's really good for your children to be loved by multiple people and yeah. see that multiple people are capable of taking care of them and and yeah. that sort of thing. Lucy Liu told me that in an interview one time because I'm pretty sure, well, maybe at the time she was a single mom. Oh, right, yeah. She was still working full-time on a show and those are pretty grueling hours. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, like, 
I had a nanny and he would, you know. I would be in, in music classes with that nanny and her son. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Uh-huh. And yeah, but she said the same thing that, it, you know, even on set, if the kid came to set, like other people would take him while she had to go shoot a scene or something like that. And that he just, you know, he knew that he was loved and taken care of by more than one person. And if you are a stay-at-home mom and the primary caregiver, like that's fine too. I think the whole point of having this conversation is that we should be more open and honest yes about what it takes to what it takes help you yes as a mom yes whether that's you know we're talking about childcare specifically right now but whatever it is that you need to be honest about you know to, to be honest about what what it is that you right. need to take care of yourself because i'm sure a lot of people might look at us cuz we're so fabulous um <laughs> And our huge Instagram followings. Um, and just, but yes, I mean, Chandra is not a huge part of my Instagram right. story, right? So people might look at that and say like, oh, wow, she's she's yes. traveling all the time yes. and she's going out to these restaurants and, you know, she's doing this and that, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, I, I, I am doing those things. And a lot of times when I'm out to lunch or, or, or for example, right now, yeah. our nannies are watching our children <laughs> yes. so that we can record this podcast. So like, yeah, I, I'm very grateful to her for allowing me to do these things. But I, yeah, I don't want anyone to look at my social media profile yeah. and be like, how is it that she has time to get all this done? I can get it done because I have help. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And I feel like I try to call it out once in a while, like, oh, like Wilder was sick one night and we still went out to a show because we had tickets. And it was like, I think I posted on my Instagram, like, Grateful that I was able to go on a date with my husband. Also grateful that I had a babysitter that I could trust with a sick baby. Like, yeah. you know, I think the more, you know, and maybe I should make more of an effort to do that. Not that I think a lot of people are following my life and being like, how is she doing it all? But, um, you know, I think just in general, having this conversation now, um, hopefully, you know. We, it, we eliminate a little bit of the stigma. Yeah, exactly. So. That's that. That's that. Let's be honest and let's take care of ourselves and be honest about what we need to take care of ourselves. Exactly. That's it for now. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you on the next episode of Diaper Baggage. Diaper Baggage.